Okay, episode 93, I believe, and I did survive the wild ride home from Matt Smith's uh, houses. It was, uh, as I think I said in the app, it was like a, a wild, the wildest storm of LA's history, I suppose, or of whatever, recent time. And it truly was because, like, I when I got close to my parents' home, I found that I could not get there because there was trees down and there was power um whatever uh, the street lights the whole um whole chunks blocks or whatever to be there was no power which uh and there was literally trees co- covering the road where you couldn't cross it some of them already had caution tape that you like you just couldn't go up this road or whatever um and i found that it was it, it, it was an extra hour to get home because i just had to like crawl my way through and just see what roads worked which ones didn't and i found that it was very fun I really enjoyed it, and I don't. It was like a Jurassic Park moment where, like, all I could see, you could barely see anything, and there's just like a tree might appear, and you have to just hit the brakes and go, "Crap, I got to turn around." It was, it was interesting and fun, and I, I don't know what, what, why I would be drawn towards that, towards chaos, in that way, but it, it maybe it uh, relieves anxiety to be have like a, a specific thing to be focused on like that, or, or like just try to survive in the way that I like to moped or whatever, you just kind of zen out because you just have to be focused on staying alive and that's like, feels really good. So if you're like me, if you have anxiety and stuff, just get out there and risk your life and you will find in those moments, you are at peace. So what else is, uh, uh, okay, yeah, so I met with the, with my doctor guy who did the, uh, the spit roast of Asher last week and uh, got more results. And you know, if you're tired of hearing about my medical stuff, me too. Just tonight, I was, I went to go get food and I, a tooth just popped out on the drive. Just I go, what the fuck is this? Popped out. What was it? It was a crown or whatever. It's right here. I'm hoping they can glue that back into position. But if you're if you're if you're with me, if you're counting on the show, that's four teeth broken or crown, whatever. In this trip, that's a colonoscopy, an endoscopy, uh, throwing up and shitting blood. Uh, and currently, the uh, rash on the side of my face uh, due to the whatever medical prosthesis they had up against my skin. So, yeah, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of, t- I'm tired of living it. I, I would love a new body, brand new, start me over. Give me a clean skeleton. Give me, give me, give me a better one. Give me some goddamn hair. Make me the Mario Lopez that I never was. Um, okay, but for results, I the, the doctor cut out seven polyps. One of them was precancerous. He said that doesn't mean I have cancer. It means precancerous, which I, was, I don't know what that means. How would you know? But either way, that's not good. But it's good that it's out. It's not good that it was there. It's, I'm too young for all this stuff. I have something called diverticulitis. I have a pancreatic enzyme that was too high, so I got to get that checked. This is all boring shit, but basically... I'm like, I don't have a cancer. I don't have a thing that I have to specifically be that worried about at, the, at this very moment. But I do have many small syndromes. Um, they found out why, something about why my, I can't absorb certain vitamins. It has something to do with my some cellular wall about something, yada, yada. I did voice memo this record him talking because I go, I can't even understand what you're saying. It's like going way over my head. Whenever a doctor is telling me what's wrong with me, I'm truly just thinking like, how long till I can get the fuck out of this office? So I can go smoke a joint or whatever. And so, yeah, so 
I don't know the results. I, I'm alive, guys. I'm alive, but not doing that well because things keep on a breaking, as it were. And it does really make you wonder if there's a God. And if there is one, what's he doing? Why would you make a character this boring? Make a character that can, can either dies quickly or lives regularly. I'm like, a, I'm like truly a, like a broken skeleton that walks around. And that's why I feel like I should be able to be on unemployment or disability or something. Like, my body doesn't work. Come on. Don't make me go bartend. Anyway, speaking of God, I, I went down a rabbit hole of um, this Christian band called Family Force 5. Which is a band that kind of had some popular songs for a minute. Um, they were a Christian band, and they were some band that me and Matt Smith's old band the smartest monkeys played with in Atlanta like forever ago when, when that, whenever we were a band uh, and they were called like Saul and the family or something. And then they got on a label and they became family four or five. Anyways, they were a comedy band. Uh, it was, I think entirely only comedy songs. They're silly songs. It's like a, it's like, you know, whatever it's goof stuff. And, but they were a Christian band. And so they would get shit about not being Christian enough. And I was watching these interviews and just, remembering that world of christian music where like you're supposed to feel bad that you're doing this you're supposed to you're supposed to feel a little guilty that you would dare go on stage uh, and glorify thyself what about criticism from christians or anyone in particular i mean have you ever had that for who you guys are or who you appear to be uh yeah uh we've had uh, a little bit of, we we don't get it much from the uh, the pop market at all uh they just want to have fun usually and uh, we, we have a few uh, few people that are like, you're not Christian enough, you don't talk about Jesus enough in your music and stuff. And, um, and uh, I guess what we say to that is just like, you know what, we, we have a good time in the name of the Lord, and we're not ashamed to say that on, on the Internet or talk to somebody about it. And uh, we do have songs about dancing, and uh, we do have songs about, you know, being a love addict and wanting to seek you know, uh, God's hand and his face the whole time throughout our partying for him. So, And it was just such a gross thing to watch these guys squirm and be like, well, yeah, you know, we do love the Lord. We just, this song is it's just about how we like to dance, though. And so it's not, it's just, oh, it's so gross. I remember that, that world and like having to, I mean, we, I was never in a successful Christian band. I just remember being around this kind of thought process and also having some of it, just feeling like I'm not supposed to pursue music because I'm supposed to be humble and spreading the word of God. And then you tell yourself, well, I'll just use my music to spread the word of God. But really, you just want to play music. And thus the Christian industry. It, also, if you didn't know, the Christian music industry is massive. It's a really big thing to them, not to you. But I mean, it, it makes a lot of money. The artists don't. But in that way, it's kind of like the regular music industry. So I guess... They're doing okay in that way. Um, but, there, yeah, there was, oh, there's this band called Blindside. The Swedish band. And I remember me and Matt Smith uh, jamming this one album of theirs. And I just put it on the other day to go, like, what was this like again? And then I just was overwhelmed by the amount of guilt and sorrow within the music. And I just don't understand that coming from a Christian band. is like the, everything about it is to make you feel sad it's very weird and just the idea of like you're supposed to be broken for jesus I believe in silence. Our hearts become 
Why? What does that? What does that mean? Also, like, if you become a successful band, don't you have enough like time and money to look into the stuff you're talking about and figure out if it's true or not? Like, how could there be? How could you be a successful? Well, maybe maybe they're not a band anymore. Maybe they got enough money to look at get the internet and figure out that they don't know what they're talking about. Maybe that's where Blindside. Well, I didn't look them up and check out what they're into now. Um, I just go down these weird, shitty YouTube rabbit holes of like specific, you know, like Blindside documentary. Yeah, I've, many bands that you that you've never heard of, they have a documentary or whatever, some kind of behind the scenes of them in the recording studio. They have something like that that's on YouTube. It was, you know, these are home tapes. But I will look them up. I will go to find bands that opened for Corn and go. Let's find their old tapes. I want to see them in their practice space. All right, what's going on on the internet? Okay, the big red boot thing. Whatever the fuck that is, is that's the new AI face generator paint thing, which I did, I know, but I'm saying the red boot thing, whatever this is, people doing it, it's the same as that. It's like the first person that showcased that, that's a very funny image, and it works. After that, anyone doing it, it means nothing. It means this is not rare or special at all. At all. Like, it's just... Oh, don't you guys understand rarity? Understand value? Or perceived value of these red Astro Boots? Man, the internet is tough. It's so interesting to see that people nowadays, maybe for a while, just have no problem taking... Selfies or whatever, it's like selfie is a regular term. But I remember in my day, when, when the selfie first premiered, as in the youth, the, the first person to turn a camera around and be taking a picture of their own face, in, in my estimation, was the scene kids. My, Sam, my younger brother's generation, or one of my younger brothers, um, a couple years younger than me. Emo screamo world, um, side swoop, straightened hair, hot topic kids, those were the ones that took digital cameras and would spin it around, couldn't tell if they're in the shot or not, just take hundreds of pics and then would rifle through them and see which ones they thought were hot and put it on MySpace, then forget to delete them off the digital camera and then Astro, their brother, would go look at them. Um, but like, those were the first, that was the first people that I ever saw doing this thing where you take a camera in the bathroom by yourself, you also lift it up to this angle to make, your, to make you appear different entirely. That was the, and I remember we, we, these people were mocked by my gen. We were going, "What are, you know, that's absurd to do." Like this, essentially Photoshop. You're like you're morphing. Like, that's not a real photo of you. It's also very clear that you're holding the camera. No one took this from a fish, because in my estimation, it was trying to copy a fisheye lens, you know, above shot or whatever, looking up at the camera. But it's this homemade, embarrassing, shitty version. And I just remember, I I, I couldn't believe that people were doing that attractive people were doing it and i was just like what how could you do that to yourself and now fast forward whatever 15 years <laughs> however long it's been since um myspace uh and that's it's beyond normal it's it's no one bats an eye at someone holding a camera up to take a picture of themselves and i would say i guess in the iphone world you can at least see yourself. You're not blindly... That was the funny thing about these digital cameras. Kids would do this. They'd hold it up in the air backwards so they don't know if they're, like, really in the frame. And so it's really... It was, like, such a hilarious, vain, uh, vain pursuit. And it's it's interesting. I think that was, like, the, the, the thirst trap of my gen, maybe. And by thirst trap, I just mean 
people doing stuff on the internet that I think is cringy. It was all about how high you could hold that digital camera in the air, how, how much you could duck those lips out, how mousy you could look. And also, if you could wear giant sunglasses, basically it was about trying to look like you're a child, which is kind of weird in many ways. There was just kind of a weird, everything about the angle, everything about those shots was like, this is, seems like sexual and childlike. You're trying to make your hair massive. Massive hair. Also on the internet, Nick Cannon says he'll have as many kids as God wants him to have. Interesting idea. I, I, be, I believe that Nick Cannon believes in God because Nick Cannon is rich as fuck and successful. I was thinking this the other day, like, it's very, very, uh, it seems really easy to believe in God if you keep winning. Basically, like, if you keep hitting the lottery, if you continually, if you get onto TV and then keep getting more money, higher, uh, whatever, status, whatever Nick Cannon has that I must say he does... Of course you'd believe in God. You'd be like, yeah, someone's looking out for me, of course. This is crazy. Like, there there had, there has to be a God. So, I think more celebrities should start believing in God just because of that. It seems like, yeah, you guys should realize somebody helped you here. It was God. God did this. God wanted Nick Cannon to have 12 kids. It's God's will! God wants what he wants. And he wants more kids to see Nick Cannon as, not to see him, to, for him to be their actual father figure. Right, what else? What else is going on right now that everyone's talking about? Yeah, I, I, I do also talk a lot of shit about people talking about what everyone's talking about and like find a new fucking topic. But then I kind of do it too. Because some things are just unavoidable like the, um, what's that? What's that performance that just happened that Angela Bassett did the thing? Ladies in the room, supporting and leading, all here I presume. Hong Chao, Dolly D, Carrie and Carrie with the C. Dame Emma, I'm so fond, and a girl, you were great and blonde. Danielle D, you broke my heart. Michelle, I've loved you from the start. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Blanche Kate, you're a genius. And Jamie Lee, you are all of us. Um. What was it, the Emmys? I have, I should have this pulled up. I don't. Emmys, some award show. You guys know what I'm talking about because it's the new Will Smith slap. Someone doing a cringy, hilarious song. And it was cringy and hilarious. But I did think, like, it, it makes sense to me that... Um, it makes sense to me that it's not seen as cringe by some because... Well, or by many because many don't see cringe at all. Many see nothing embarrassing or strange or stupid about anything so there's a lot of people online like defending that hilarious performance um also i watched the behind the scenes thing where she's uh, rehearsing it and it's like she didn't have like, she didn't choose like a weird or didn't have an accidental weird performance that's how it was rehearsed angela bassett did the thing viola davis my woman king blanche cage you're a genius and jamie lee you are all of us angela bassett did the thing viola davis my woman king blanche cage you're a genius angela bassett day the day it was rehearsed like that so that's that's it. It was she did it as she was supposed to do it. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Blanche Kate, you're a genius. And Jamie Lee, you are all of us. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Speaking of hate, what the, the day of hate was also in the news recently, and I was quite baffled by why someone would put out their plans like that. Like it's 
a cartoon or something. But I was I'm glad that I do, I don't think any hate occurred, or at least in the in the you know news. I did look it up. I was like, did anything occur about on this day? And it seemed like it didn't, unless I really missed something in the news. But when I look up news, I just go to YouTube.com and I look up news, and whatever pops up first, I go, that's got to be the fact. But I, but um, anyways, that was an interesting thing go, circ- circulating around. Just the idea of like, this is a day of hey. I saw someone post something about just text all your Jewish friends, I'm here, and I thought that seems odd for me to do. To just <laughs> just gonna hit up every Jewish person I know and say I'm here. It almost sounds you're not declaring which side you're on by saying that. You could be that could be a threat. I'm right outside your house to protect you. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to give any good plans to any evil people that want hate to occur, but I, but I do find it odd if you, if you don't know that you shouldn't publicize when you plan to do bad, like whatever you're trying to get away with, it seems like it's my, you know, my conspiratorial mind thinks then that was never, that came from some random Reddit kid or something like what, who is there people that dumb? Is there be people that dumb? That don't know you don't tell the cops you're playing? Dear cops, I'm about to do something. Cr- Maybe it's like Joker style guys. They're like, they really want to get public publicity. They want to, they want their name. They want their Joker elements out there. And they're like, I'm going to put this thread out there. And then they don't show up because they're little boys, in, you know, on the internet. Let's hope. I mean, let's hope. Let's hope there's no, there's no, no more hate. And I mean, it stands to reason if that date had passed, if February 5th has passed and no, and almost, you know, minimal hate has occurred, it stands to reason that hate has been defeated. You know, that's something I can get behind. I, I mean, I don't, I hate to say it, (laughs) no pun intended. I hate to say it, but I think I'm the one who ended the hate, the day the hate ended. It was when Asher Rogers passed away. He lost one too many a tooth. Okay, let's hope this is the last episode I do by myself, because talking to myself really is a weird... Like, I did I did already have, like, a moment where I go, am I psycho? Like, this is weird. Like, I'm in a room talking, the vent is open, my parents maybe can hear me. And, yeah, so, I, you know, I, you know, I miss you, Will. Miss, I miss, I don't miss New York yet. But I am coming back, so we'll see you soon, um, and then we'll have five episodes before this whole thing is done, because at 100 we end. All right, till then, goodbye.